Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Church Podcast. We're so glad you could join us. You're listening to a special message from Christmas in St. Albert. So whatever you're doing, wherever you are, sit back, relax. Here it is. read a passage of scripture uh, as we get going. Joseph uh, has just found out that his wife, Mary, well, his wife-to-be, Mary, is pregnant. Uh, This is a shock to Joseph uh, because they're not married and she's a virgin. So that's where we pick it up, the Christmas story, Matthew chapter 1. It says, after Joseph had considered this, (laughs) considered meaning like, what's going on? An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, and he said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. Why Jesus? Because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. I want to speak uh, just for a moment briefly today uh, on the subject and the question uh, of what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? You guys can find your seats uh, this morning. And as you find your seat, I just want to say uh, on behalf of myself, my name is Harrison and my wife, Christy, uh, who's not beside me, but in the building, um, we just want to welcome you here at Christmas Eve. So glad that you could be here. We have uh, the privilege um, of leading this beautiful church together, and we're just so glad you decided to spend uh, some of your Christmas with us. Uh, I want to begin by letting you guys know what happened uh, to us uh, last week. We have uh, four kids and our four kids are all under the age of four. And what happened last week was that everyone uh, of our kids got sick. Uh, The time of year, right? I know a lot of you guys dealing with the same thing. A lot of us were sick in the last month. And so uh, all four of our kids were sick and something crazy happened. Our kids were spitting, puking, coughing, slobbering, and hanging all over my wife. And somehow, because moms are superheroes, she didn't get sick. I, myself, was not so lucky. Now, you need to understand, when I get sick, I'm usually pretty routine. And for the most part, I can bang out any sickness in like two days, three days max. Like, usually how it goes is my my throat will get kind of sore, and then the next day it gets really sore, and then by day three it kind of goes away, and then my nose starts to run, and day four I'm fine. That's usually how it goes. I'm pretty routine when I get sick. Um, But something happened this last time when I got sick that was different than the other times. Um, It seemed like every single day I got progressively more sick. And even more so, it seemed like every single day I had a new symptom. Started with a headache, next day my nose is running, next day I got a fever, and the next day my chest is all filled with stuff and I can barely breathe. Now some of you might be saying to yourself, Harrison, I know exactly what you had, especially if you're of the female persuasion this morning. You're probably thinking that's a very typical man cold. 
To that I say it's 2023 and that's very sexist. <laughs> I was extremely sick. And every day, it just kept getting worse. And some of you guys are saying, calm down. To that I say, you calm down. And so finally, because like this thing happened on Monday, and so usually by Thursday, I'd be good to go, ready to roll. But Thursday and Friday, I just start, felt, I just start feeling worse. And I began to think something uh, that I don't normally think when I get sick. And I began to think to myself, you know what? I actually think tomorrow might be worse than today. Now we can leave my sickness for a second. We'll come back to it. Don't worry. But I was thinking about that line. Tomorrow might just be worse than today. And I began to wonder for how many of us that was a feeling that we experienced this last year. It's a feeling that we're experiencing right now that, you know what, I'm not sure if tomorrow is going to get any better than today. And what's interesting, because it's Christmas, right? And it's the most wonderful time of the year, and there's lights and services and, and all this stuff that is supposed to make us feel joyful. But I know for a lot of us, this last year was not the most joyful year we've ever had. Because I know for some of us, we just kept thinking to ourselves day after day, you know what, I just think that tomorrow might be worse than today. And I, and I wonder for so many of us, because maybe you didn't get sick, it, it wasn't a sickness. For some of us, it was just disappointment. Things didn't go the way we thought they were going to go. Relationships didn't work out the way we thought they were going to work out. Our job didn't work out the way things were going to work out. But what happened was, like, when these things didn't work out, we looked elsewhere. And we just thought to ourselves, if I could just find better friends, if I could just find a better job, if I could just make a little bit more money, if I could just, and I wonder how many of us that was our 2023 motto if I could just if I could just make it another day now for some of us maybe it wasn't a bad year it wasn't a disappointing year it was just the kind of the year where we felt stuck where we felt like we weren't moving and it's been a year of disappointment it's been a year of darkness We've been looking for answers, looking for solutions, but nothing seems to be working. And so the question I want to ask today, for however you felt, however this last year went, wherever you are today, the question is simply this, what do you need? What do you need? What is the thing, what is, what is the, the moment, what's the person, what's the relationship, what What's the thing that you had that you have been looking for that you think is going to bring you hope? You see, 2,000 years ago, give or take, there was a people, there was a nation called Israel. And the people of Israel, they lived under Roman rule, and many times they lived under Roman oppression. But the Israelite people, the, the Jewish people, they had this text, they had their Bible, their scriptures, and in their scriptures, they were foretold of someone that was coming 
that was going to bring them hope. The word, the scripture is Messiah, a Christ. Someone was coming. Someone was coming that was going to change things forever. But what happened 2,000 years ago is that that Messiah and that Savior came, but so many people missed it. You want to know why they missed it? Because he came in a package that they weren't expecting. You see, for, for a people that were living under oppression, they thought that their Redeemer was going to be someone that came with sword and shield and was going to rule with an iron fist and overthrow the government and give the people what they've been hoping for, which is freedom from this oppression. But what happened was the Savior came, but so many people missed it. You want to know why they missed it? Because he came, not how they expected. He came as a baby in a manger, born to a virgin in a small town called Bethlehem. You see, the reason that so many of us will miss out on hope is not because hope doesn't come. It's because we look to the wrong things, the wrong places. And many times, we don't miss hope because it's not here. It's just that we're looking somewhere else. And so I want to submit the question again to us in, this, in, this, in the room this morning. What do you need? What's the thing that you've been hoping for? Now, what I want to suggest today is that perhaps the one that came 2,000 years ago in a manger as a baby, this child Jesus, is the same person, is the same thing that you are looking for today. Now, I know it seems kind of cliche, you came to church on Christmas Eve and the preacher's telling you that Jesus is who you're looking for. I know. Surprise. Because I know when I say that, there are, there's some people thinking to themselves, there's no way this guy knows what I'm going through. Because if he knows what I'm going through, if he knows where I'm at right now, what good is God? What good is God when my relationships are failing, when I'm in financial troubles? What good is some God far away when my heart is broken? And I think the answer to that question is simply this. Well, it depends on the version of God that you've heard about. Because what I want to suggest is that the Christmas story and the one and the person in whom it is surrounded and centered on, this person Jesus, is exactly who you are looking for. However, he might actually be better than you've ever known. And he, his names are more far-reaching and deeper than we often realize. As the song says, his names say it all. So this morning, I wanna just submit to you and show you exactly who came 2,000 years ago and why that is good news for us today. Matthew chapter 1 again, it says, She, speaking of Mary, will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You're going to give him a very specific name when he is born. You're going to name him Jesus. Now, this name Jesus literally means Yahweh saves. In other words, God or Jehovah saves. 
you are going to name him Jesus because his name is going to be an archetype. It's going to be a picture of what he is going to do. And even more so, it is a picture of what God is all about. He is a God who saves. So here is the good news of Christmas. When this baby was born and they named him Jesus, that means that you and I have access to a savior. Here's why this is good news. Because for some of us, we have bought the lie for far too long that I'm just too messed up. I'm just too broken. I'm just too, I'm just too far gone. I'm way past this point of forgiveness. And for so many of us, we have this picture of a God. Well, if there is a God, he certainly is against me. You know, a lot of us were, were here this morning, maybe, maybe family invited you. Some of us came in like, okay, I'll come today. It's Christmas Eve, whatever. And some of us thought to ourselves, like, I'm kind of scared to come to church because I might light on fire if I walk through those doors because of the stuff that I've done because of who I am. But the name Jesus lets you know something about the character of God. His heart and his desire is not to light you on fire, it's to save you. And so this morning, listen, if a savior is what you need, the story of Christmas lets us know that Jesus came and that's who he is. He's the one who saves. Now some of us are saying, Harrison, I need so much more than saving. Like salvation. With what I'm going through, I need like, I need, I need so much more than just a savior. Back to my sickness for a moment, you guys remember? So Friday night, I'm starting to feel real hopeless. Like I'm not sure I'm gonna get better. I'm not sure if just drinking water is helping. That's all I do. So I sent out a text to some of our leaders in church, and I just said, hey, can you guys pray for me? I, I want to get better. Um, and what happened was um, Heather and Roger from our church, some of you guys know who they are, um, they came over to our house, and, and Heather texted, and she said, hey, um, I'm dropping something off on your porch. Uh, this is for you to get better. And so I went outside onto the porch, and in this bag, it was one bag. It's a big Ziploc bag. And I brought it inside, and I opened up the bag. And inside the bag, it had everything you could ever imagine to combat sickness. I opened it up, and there was Tylenol Day. There was Tylenol Night. There was vitamin C. There was all these pills. And best of all, and there was Gatorade. Can't forget the Gatorade. But best of all, there was VapoRub. When I got that, I rubbed it all over my body. Because sometimes when you're really messed up, come on somebody, you need an all-in-one package. You need something that is not just single track, but something that is far-reaching. Now here is the good news of Jesus. His only name is not just Jesus. Scripture gives him many names. Why? Because sometimes I'm just in a place where I need more than a savior. And so it says, it continues, Matthew 1, it says, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and she will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? God with us. Because a lot of times when we're messed up, when we're feeling broken, when we're down, when we're depressed, 
A savior is nice, but man, sometimes I just need someone to be with me. The name Emmanuel lets us know what Christmas is all about. The God of the universe who could have saved us any way that he wanted to decided to come down in the flesh in the form of a baby and he dwelt with us. Why? Because the heart of God is not just to save us but to be in relationship with us. And so if you're in this place this morning and you feel like this last year has been classified by loneliness, by darkness, I want to suggest that when Jesus came 2,000 years ago, he was letting you know what kind of a God he is. And he is a God that longs to dwell with us. So sometimes I need a savior, I got Jesus. When I need someone that just to be with me, I have Emmanuel. But there's more. The prophet Isaiah, hundreds of years before Jesus ever came, he prophesied about someone who was to come. Isaiah 9, verse 6, it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder. And he will be called, look at this, here's some more names. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So listen, for the person who feels like they can never make the right choice, for the person who constantly feels like they're going in circles, chasing their tails, you want to know who came? The wonderful counselor. He brings wisdom to the foolish, to the weary, to the brokenhearted. He brings hope. And get this, he's not just a counselor, he's a wonderful counselor. And you all know therapy is expensive right now, right? This counselor is absolutely free to anyone who wants a way out of the situations they get themselves caught in. He will be called Wonderful Counselor and Mighty God. Mighty God. Because sometimes in life, man, I just need a breakthrough. Sometimes in life, I just need a miracle. And by his name, we know that nothing is too small for our God. Nothing is too hard for our God. Why? Because he's mighty. Yeah. Psalm 37 says, once I was young, now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. So for someone that's hoping for a miracle... Someone that feels like, I'm not sure anyone sees me, anyone knows who I am. Guess what? We serve a mighty God who wants to change everything. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. For some of us, this Christmas season is a painful season because in a season it's all about family. It's a reminder of the family that we don't have, maybe the family that we've lost, the family that we long for. But scripture says that God is not just mighty and wonderful, but he's also our father, our everlasting father. Everlasting means this. If any of us in this room have ever faced the disappointment 
of an earthly parent or an earthly father, any of us have ever been let down, God will never let us down because he's everlasting father. You know, I talked to a woman um, about a year ago who came to our church and she was on a journey uh, of faith. And she said, I'm not really sure where I'm at, but I'll tell you my story. She said, I've, I've grown up my entire, she's an adult now, but she said my entire life, um, I was in foster care and I, I never knew my parents. Um, and what happened was oftentimes, um, I was just sort of shipped from home to home, from house to house, from family to family. And she said one particular family that she was staying with was a religious family. They went to church every Sunday and so sometimes they would drag her along. And as she was telling the story, she said, one night uh, as I went to bed, I had a dream. And she said, I had a dream, and in my dream, um, all I saw was Psalm 68. Now, she's not a religious person, so she saw it, and she was like, I don't, I don't know what Psalm 68 is. So she went downstairs to the people that she was staying with, and she said, hey, I had this dream last night, and in my dream, all I saw was Psalm 68. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that is? And they said, yeah, it's a Bible verse. The book of Psalms is in the Bible. And so they went, and they opened up the Bible to Psalm 68, and as they flipped through it, this is what it said. It said, sing praises to God and to his name. Sing loud praises to him. He who rides on the cloud, his name is Lord. Rejoice in his presence. Then they got to verse five. And remember, this person never knew her family. It said, God is a father to the fatherless, a defender of the widows. This is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. And he sets the prisoners free and he gives them joy. So this Christmas, guess what? He's a father to the fatherless. To those who don't have families, to those who are lonely, God places. He should be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. So listen, in a culture and a time where anxiety is rampant, where some of us don't know what peace even sounds, looks, or feels like, here's the promise of Christmas. Jesus came down, and he did not come down and change every single circumstance. He did not come down and make everything perfect and amazing. Instead, in the midst of chaos, Emmanuel, God with us, came and he promised to be the Prince of Peace. And so today, much like 2,000 years ago, I believe the same God, the same person is right here right now. And he's offering us an invitation. But 2,000 years ago, they missed it. And they missed it, I think, because he didn't look like how they thought he was going to look. So come on, one more time. Here's the question. What do you need? What are you looking for? If you need a Savior, Jesus came. If you need someone to be close, he's Emmanuel. If you need some advice, he's a wonderful counselor. If you need a miracle, he's a mighty God. If you need a father, he's an everlasting one. And he's the Prince of Peace. 
So can we stand for a second, church? I want to just make this appeal. If you're in this place and there's something that you need, I want to suggest to you that Jesus is the person, he is the one that you are looking for. And so right now, I want to make an invitation for someone to receive him. It could be for the first time, or it could be just a renewal. But every head bowed, every eye closed, if you're in this place, and the Jesus that I spoke about, the one that I was talking, if that's, if that's what you feel like you need this Christmas season, every head bowed, every eye closed, could you show me your hand? I would love to pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, you see every hand and you see every heart. God, for those that need an influx of hope, of joy, of peace, Father, may your spirit, Holy Spirit, fill us to overflowing this Christmas season. We thank you, Jesus, that you came, that you're the Prince of Peace, you're Emmanuel, you're God with us. Do what only you can do in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you want more information about our church or want to get connected, head over to kingdomchurch.ca. We can't wait to get to know you. Till next time, take care.